0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Work It Like a Job. My name is Michael Dean, and joining me today, we got a full cast of people today. Joining me today, ladies first, is Violet Brown. Violet, hey, hey,
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm, I'm great. Excellent. Thank you for coming. <laughs> thank, thank you for,
2: <laughs> thank you for, being, here. Thank you for being
0: here. We've thank been here. Pause. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Joining us today, Mr. Q Storm and Q, you there? Yes, I'm here. Man, we got so you know, and I know Q Storm, you have your own business. What's the name of your business?
3: I have two businesses. The first one is get uh first level
0: firearms training. And stop right there. I was playing this today and I thought of you. You play you this on your ass.
1: Level, back,
4: first level. First to... yes, well, I... level. Okay.
0: Okay. okay. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, night, I, I, no, I'm <laughs> done. Actually, I, I, I just had to get that out. I'm done. I'm done. What How if you, I said?
3: What if I listed my first business, Storm Media Group? What would you play for that?
0: Oh, uh, see, I wasn't even thinking of that. I wasn't ready for that one. You got.
3: Me. <laughs> what ready. did you get me on? You just. Go,
0: there you go.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> How am I doing? You ask. Yes, sir. Well, everybody who told me that getting a crown put in, which I got, I have a temporary crown in right now. <clears throat>
0: okay. Okay.
3: Everybody who said it was a, not a big deal, y'all lied. <laughs> what? <laughs> really?
0: I, I, admit, I had a couple.
3: I you know? admit. Yeah, well, I'm not used to it because my teeth have been perfect up until now. I'm 55, never had to have anything done to my mouth. Pause, and this was not—it's not pleasant. (laughs) I'll just leave it at that.
0: Oh Oh, man, okay. Well, when you say it like that, it's—you haven't had like major dental surgery in such a long and your entire life. Ever? Yeah, I guess it would be quite the shock (laughs) to get something done like that. I see what you're saying.
4: Also tonight, I was talking.
3: I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just say I was watching the Flash. I don't know why, but I was trying to make. I was trying to rub my gum, massage my gum, and then the damn thing came off. What came Uh-oh. off? The, the temporary crown. Oh. sorry All right.
0: Thanks for sharing. Also right. joining us today,
4: Mr. Big Sexy and Saxer. How are you? I am doing well. I'm doing well, Mike. Once again, I got to give you some dap because that thing that I'm doing with the um, Tobias is starting to really gain momentum. Thank oh, okay. you. Absolutely. Actually, I talked to him weeks ago. He was
0: mentioned about that. Talk about that.
3: We're we not sharing. We're not going to share. Not yet.
0: Not yet. Okay. I guess the papers this haven't. Papers haven't been signed. <laughs> <laughs> you don't talk about the de- anyway. Last but certainly not least, Mister Aunt Pooh. Sir, how are you? I'm doing good, but we need
2: to hurry up because I got about four hours before I got to get to bed. As I Mm -hmm. start a new journey,
0: and I'll Mm -hmm. be able to speak on that within a month. Nice. All right. Yeah. Gonna be out of house arrest. That's
1: what's up.
4: (laughs) Well, Joke.
0: considering I've been considering I've been working
2: from home for the past See? six years, then yeah, I guess so. See, there you go. The, I, I actually, I my my intention is to stay on house arrest because I ain't trying to go punch a clock in somebody's office anymore.
0: Amen. Man, you you know how vague you were. You're kind of like that brother we talked about in the last episode. You know, I work. I'm an entrepreneur, and I work out here in these streets. <coughs> but make sure you get backed up. Like he didn't really say he was a drug dealer, but he was like. Well, there you go. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> All right. I'm not, not saying you're really on house arrest as a felon, but I'm just saying.
2: <laughs>
0: anyway.
2: I'm, I'm saying the house arrest I've been doing, I don't mind doing it for a
0: couple I, more years. I feel you. Nah, I, I Salute to you, sir. All right. Well, I think we got everybody uh, in. Um, let's just jump into some topics. I want to talk about some prints. First thing I wanted to ask you guys, and I don't think we actually heard Q's thoughts on the air. But one, are you still playing or listening to Welcome to America? Start with Violet.
1: Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, for me, a thousand light years from here, just, oh, I can just listen to that guitar groove for the rest of the evening. But yeah, you know I do. I play the songs and all that. Yeah.
0: All right. Okay. Q Storm. What's your quick, give me your quick, you know, you got two minutes. What you thought of the album?
3: um, well, I listened to your, you guys' review just yesterday, as a matter of fact, and uh, I'll say this, for me, it's not, and, and don't go, don't lose your minds over this, it's not necessarily a good Prince album, mm. and what I mean by that is I became a fan of Prince because he was playing music I'd never heard anywhere else before. He he had me listening to rock. He had me listening all different types of music. His music had a had a, a grit to it. I mean, he, there's some tracks on this album that have a grit to it. But his, his music, <sighs> ever since Emancipation, I just feel like his his sound has changed, and it's clear he wasn't planning on going back. I have to live with that. But all the songs on the album are tight, no doubt. But. For me, I always expected Prince to surprise me, and with the exception of a with the exception of a couple songs, there's no real surprises on this. Now, lyrically, he's on point, but Prince has always been on point lyrically. So it's a master album in terms of craft, but in terms of a Prince album, not one of my
0: top albums. Okay, okay, that's your opinion, and respect it. Uh big sexy are we still listening to welcome to america on our nice system that we have that y'all flexing it on the discord but that's okay
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes actually i was listening to it uh last night you know and i was tinkering around the house and getting some work done and uh i still though embarrassingly have to admit i have not listened to it on vinyl yet i own it on vinyl but I haven't went ahead and done that. I've just been listening to it through the high-resolution downloads. And I love it.
1: Hey, Big Sexy. I haven't That's been like listening it. to it on vinyl either. Oh, all right. I <laughs> so <here you> <laughs> But I, I also own it on vinyl.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I haven't bought a record player yet, so.
4: You know, mm. I'm glad you mentioned that, too. Because I saw, of all people, mm. I saw Candy Delfer who did this. And it reminds me of people who are who are doing this. I'm like, you're one of them. What's the deal with these little um, and I don't want to be disrespectful by any stretch. But what's the deal with these little like self-contained turntable units nowadays? They, they remind <laughs> me of being a kid back in the 60s. Hey, hey, that's what I got. Guys, I, I, wait, wait, I'm not ripping it. I'm not ripping it. Why you sell them back in, you know, back You know, because the, they're uh, just cheap.
0: They're cheap and, and you can, like I bought mine at get, Barnes and Nobles or something. Cause it's hard and you to get find your it. vinyl on, though. Well, yeah, I don't, and, and it's, it doesn't even play that well. It doesn't sound great to me. So I don't even use it now. I want to get a regular, a, a nice turntable. Oh, okay, cool. But but I bought well, one, one for my mom as well.
3: The ones I've seen, the reason I would buy them, and I'm thinking about buying one, is because uh, you can convert your vinyl to um, Oh, MP3. MP3. Yeah.
1: Oh, nice. I like that.
0: The one I have does that, but I mean, that means you have to sit there literally in real time. And I'm like, yeah. Every, I don't have any rare rare vinyl that's not on digital, so it's like I don't have nothing to do. But with that said, we ain't forgot about Aunt Poo. What say you, sir?
2: Uh, I still listen to a couple of tracks. Um, I played uh, "Stand Up and Be Strong" for my daughter a while back, and I set the mood with uh, "When She Comes"
0: uh, uh-huh. a while back as well. So you know, uh-huh. okay, <laughs> that married life. <laughs> Sir, yes, sir. All right. Um, well, with that, so it's great that this, this the album is still out here, is going strong. I'm playing it; I still play it all the time in the car. That's all I play, and we'd be singing the songs and stuff. Uh, so I'm loving it. But another thing that I see that's also going on is uh, there's a new book by Torrey, and uh, let's see here we go.
1: I thought somebody would boo or something.
0: <laughs> and, well, let me be clear. I, I'm gonna. <clears throat> I, I respectfully, because kind of doing similar sort of thing, I, I'll say salute to to Torrey. Uh, <clears throat> you know, that's all I can say. I salute. You know, almost. I'm playing it on cold, so salute that brother. That. But with that said, Code and go I to hell. Do, Fuck him. Damn. See there you go.
3: Well, all
1: righty then. There it is. Yeah.
0: There you, <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> views.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I said. Uh, I I second that emotion. Wow. Well, 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 well right. before we
0: start doing <laughs> all this stuff, he does have a new Prince book. Actually, it's out. It's uh, out. Not, nothing compares to you in oral history of Prince. Now, I personally have not read this. I have not read his previous book either. I do. Okay. So i want to ask you about that. But what but this said, there's a seems to be have been a narrative in the press uh, in terms of the promotion of this book about you know Prince's pill addiction and you know, talking about Prince and the drugs and stuff. And I've, I don't know, that's an interesting route to go in my opinion, to try and sell something. Um, I've seen it in a couple of different places online. And so I don't know if it's from a press release that they're getting, and they're just kind of framing the story off of that because it seemed odd that they were both focused on that. But with that kind of conversation out there in the community, I'm really you're seeing a lot of I think there's a lot of people like yo how disrespectful and then I still I'm seeing some people like well we kind of do want to know about this kind you know this this type of stuff and so I'm curious what you guys hear what are your thoughts on one what do you There's some strong thoughts already about Torrey, but I want to know why you think that then um, but I want to go to Violet first because one, you read the previous book I did. Uh, I was, die, I would die for you, I think it's called. Yeah, you know.
1: and I, I dug it. I'm not going to lie. I did not think it was bad. Um, I am kind of a nerdy person. I like facts and statistics and stuff like that. And so for mm-hmm. me, that one was pretty cool because he talked about um, basically – Being in a certain age group and being a latchkey kid growing up, listening to that music and how it informs your life and all that. I didn't have any trouble with that kind of stuff. I don't have a personal problem with Torrey. I don't know that dude. Um, I'm not really feeling the current project. um, But I also feel like I don't have as strong feelings about him as maybe Big Sexy. So I don't know if he wants to talk about it. I'll tell you what my issues are with the current book, though, if you want to know.
4: Sure, what are you Oh, we want to know.
1: Okay, well, here you go. So um, <laughs> I'm going to break it out. Like, you know. I'm, I'm going to be real specific because I, I don't like to talk about things that I have not read. So the issues that I'm having are based on basically the press releases that uh, Simon and Schuster are putting out to people, making statements like this is an oral history of Prince, in the words of those who knew him best, you know, like making it as if we are writing down the actual history of a human that has been verified, and that the information is all credible, and that the information is all relevant. And they're going to tell us who Prince really was emotionally, professionally, and romantically. And they're going to do this, apparently, without talking to people who were around him around the time that he passed. I have a problem with that. I have a problem with the idea that talking about They said they're going to give a drug use history as if he was just, you know, hardcore popping pills here, there and everywhere. And it's been proven and verified from 1980 all the way up until the day that he passed. And the issue I have with that is we know that what he took was counterfeit Vicodin that had been laced with fentanyl that he very likely did not even know had fentanyl in it. And if a person wants to help someone and they want to help other people not get hooked on drugs and that kind of thing, maybe they want to focus on the actual issue, which is drug dealers cutting different drugs with fentanyl because it's more potent, and it's cheaper, and it's easier for them to make a profit, and then they're not telling people, and people are dying. Prince is not the only person that that happened to. Um, there's that, that rapper Lil Peep. He took Xanax that happened to be laced with fentanyl that he did not know about. Tom Petty also had fentanyl in his system. Now, his situation was different because it was prescribed, but... His family is not going backwards and talking about his drug use in the 80s and all this other kind of stuff. What they're doing is raising awareness about fentanyl and talking to people about the fact that and they I mean, they started doing this in 2017, 2018, talking about how people were not aware how potent it was. People were being given that and not really knowing what they were taking, that kind of stuff, trying to do something to actually help. I don't see how talking about what people remember they think they remember back and I just, why are we talking about that? What what are we doing? What How does that help people today with their drug addiction? And then the other thing is if he wanted to talk about it, that would be up for him to do. But other people just saying stuff, part of the problem is it's just, So-and-so said this, and so we're going to print it as true. The reason it's a problem is because people's names get brought into it, like Ingrid Chavez, who ends up having to—well, she felt I don't think she should have had to, and it's not fair. But she did have to say something because her name is put in the book as a person doing ecstasy with Prince, which she says is not true, but it's in the book. Like, it's history, and it's been proven. That's the problem that I have with this stuff is, like— So he's not here. He doesn't have privacy rights anymore. We can say whatever we want. Forget all the people who are still here who have lives and have rights to privacy and all that. Plus, what does that have to do with his music or, you know, helping young people learn about all of his accomplishments or his achievements? It's just people giving their personal opinions about things that... We don't even know if they're actually even true. It's just they said it. Well, I knew Prince back in whatever year, and since the words came out of my mouth, that's the gospel. And it shouldn't be that way. There should be some way of verifying this stuff, and people should be, the quote-unquote journalists, should be held to a higher standard and not just say, this is who he was, a person who popped pills from 1980, whatever, all the way up till 2016. Okay, that's what I think about it.
0: Woo, court, hold on. (laughs) <laughs> man he tore the mic up alright big sexy you had some strong you know, words to say about Tore before you, anything came out of
4: anybody's mouth I'm very curious where, where is this venom coming from sir the venom is first of all I don't like Tore I have never liked his style I didn't like him as a, as a television personality so having said that he is still a somewhat credible journalist. But this time, he's saying, well, so-and-so said that so-and-so said this, and -and such-and-such said that somebody said that. He's not doing the work to get first-hand accounts of anything. Not only did Ingrid Chavez blast him, but um, the lighting director for Prince for years, Leroy Bennett, lit his ass up too. You know, and then he actually had the Stones to mention Alan Leeds as a source. Now, we've had Alan on the show, and Alan does not mince words. I don't know if he wants that smoke, you know, calling Alan out like that. Alan will light his ass up. Now, again, I've read, as I'm sure most of us have, read many interviews with Alan Leeds, and he comes across, he'll tell you what's going on. Mm
1: -hmm. You know,
4: this was bad, this was good, this is whatever. And when, you know, Mike and I had the opportunity to interview him, we spoke about a couple of things off air, and he just laid it out straight. He's a straight shooter. So for Tore to impugn him by having him co-sign his bullshit, you know, on the backhand move like that, that's just weak sauce, man. That's, that's bullshit. And the book is a money grab. Let's call it what it is. Now, I'm going to look at my man, Dwayne Tudal. Shout out, Dwayne. How you doing? <laughs> what he's done is he's kept it in the studio... You know, in mm-hmm. certain period, it's like, look, from this time to this time, he's doing this at Sunset Sound, he's doing this over here, they're working on that on the mobile truck on tour, nothing salacious, mm-hmm. whereas this Jagoff, you know, Ture, I hate him, <laughs> you know, Mr. One-fucking-Name, man, fuck you, you know, he comes along with this thing, and it goes straight... But,
2: but hold up, hold up, but Mr. Rogers went by, Mr. Nelson, Nelson went by one name.
4: Mr. Nelson is a creative force. I totally. totally. got a resume uh, like that. Uh, I think that's not. different. No, okay, ain't okay. shit. Okay. That's what's different. <laughs> no. Having said that, Lord. <laughs> having said that, God damn it, Anthony. Maybe he looks like my like train here. <laughs> um. Fuck. I,
0: well, well, Anthony, you, we got got one, the you got one
4: coming, man. We got Where is the gesture. I, well, I don't want to his... be bashing this. this no, I'm, this I'm not. Like I'm not. That. Well. Let's, I'm 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 gonna say this though. Just say what you want to say, but you know, when you when you get when you have to bring in other people to co sign unwillingly or not your salacious piece of garbage that is clearly a money grab because it's not about the music. It's about what well, he took this and he was taking that. You know, like Violet said, you know, he's making some like Joe Crackhead, and that wasn't the case. You know, and nobody wants to see that shit anyway. You know, you know, a lot of musicians from Chuck Berry until now had things in the closet that we don't want to hear about. You know, we don't uh, want to hear about that shit. Well, I, let me push back just a little bit. Just Please, to be clear, none of us have
0: read this book. So uh, well, you know, I mean, we whoever, don't necessarily whoever know. What's, whoever unless, reads unless it, let you.
1: me
4: know. What no. I, I'm I talking
1: have seen about is review. what they said they're going to say. Like sure. it says that it gives a drug history. Which right. there the, the beginnings of his. So what that says is it continued. And that's the problem that
0: go. I have with it. Understood. Just wanted to be clear. Yeah. That we have not read the book. Uh, mm-hmm. There is a well. good review out there by Scott Woods. Uh, he, he he goes into the book. If you want to know what the book is about. It's very, I would I would
4: implore you to read his stuff. Um, well, one more thing. Oh, and I'll, 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 I'll pass it on. You know, the book's not even out yet. And you already got Ingrid Chavez saying, no, that mm-hmm. didn't it's happen. Out. No, the book is mm-hmm. out. Okay, yeah. well, she's already out saying, you know what, that didn't happen. And my man, Laura Bennett, who we're going to get on the show at some point, he says, no, that didn't happen, and leave my name out your mouth. Uh-huh. I'm just waiting for Alan to check him as well, because it's like, dude, I understand the whole, the old premise, you know, no press is bad press, but this ain't the way to go about it, man. Uh-huh. I, I would expect Tori to be better than this, honestly. I really would.
0: So what I wanted to push back on when you are saying about, you know, there's certain things we don't want to know about artists, you know, Prince it's still very early and he was a very private private guy so anything you hear about him is a sort of a shock or is a surprise but you normally in bios biography books or movies whatever about artists particularly musicians it is always got like really shows things that maybe some fans don't want to see but I don't know are we going to think that Prince is going to be immune from this type of
4: no, of course not. you know course talk because I can
0: already see the movie and the movie if it jumps to a current time the way they end up showing that is going to be a big thing like and I hope the fan base is ready like we're not going to they're not going to sweep that conversation under the rug all f- forever right The the conversation should be had.
1: Exactly. Exactly. It should be had. It should just be accurate. It should be verified. We should be making sure that the people that are making the statements are credible and that there's some other evidence other than the words coming out of their mouth as to whether or not it's true. And the reason I point that out is because, again, like, okay, so Big Sexy is talking about there's even more than one person that's already said, hey, you have stuff in here that isn't true, Mm -hmm. but it is being stated as if it is the truth. And the thing about it is if there's already people saying, hey, you have stuff in here that's not true how much more of the how much more of there is that and then there are people that are not going to know about somebody made a statement saying hey that didn't happen they're just going to take that book and they're going to read it as the gospel and my point is let's actually talk about things as they are not just well i think he had multiple personalities when you are not trained Mm -hmm. in any way to make that that kind of stuff that's what i'm saying
0: right and it's you know it's i think it's going to be i think it's going to go the way of tupac and biggie what i mean by that those are uh, two other very famous you know artists whatever they died suspicious it's, it's you know almost we don't really know the answer or how it really happened michael jackson's for some people kind of fits into that they, they, you know, don't know exactly what happened or maybe some people do you know what i mean it's interesting that these black artists all have these almost we don't really know how they died die deaths It's either on some drug stuff they're all on, on drug stuff or they got murdered. But even the murdered ones, you don't know what actually really happened. But I'm saying I could see this Prince thing going the same way I began Tupac. And what I mean by that is for the last, what, 20 plus years, the the, the Tupac and Biggie conversation, how did they, die? how did they get shot? or Did Suge do it? It's been different theories throughout the years, Ooh. even till today. They finally, you finally getting guys that are sitting in the car, shooting at Tupac, telling you the story. It, wow. it has taken this long for it to start to really starting to come out, and even they're still making movies on it. There was a movie with Johnny Depp and Forrest Whitaker. I was just watching it the other day, and it's about there the beginning. Tupac, yeah. Uh, and, and I'm like, wow, it, brand new. It's still. I, I was like, I can see Prince is probably gonna be like that. Like at a certain point, they're gonna to want to make movies or investigative series about what happened to him, and it's gonna be all these people. As you're talking now, they got their story. That person got their story, and then there's a whole bunch of people that just ain't gonna that ain't saying nothing, you know. Mm-hmm. But the streets know what happened, you know. It's, or this, you know what I mean? So I can see this Prince thing going like that, and I don't know if it's interesting that a lot of black artists seem to end up like this, you know. But uh, and Pooh. Do you have any thoughts on this topic?
2: Uh, Yes, sir. Um, I think that my approach is going to be wait and see. I don't know if I'll be buying the book, but I'll um, be curious to hear what other people say about it and if it piques my interest to want to go read what he's stating fact for fact. Um, My interest in it, as far as a, a lot of people are saying this is hearsay and whatnot, I think that we're going to find out that there are a lot of people who have a lot of different stories and not everybody knows, I think people believe they know their relationship with Prince, but they don't understand, I don't don't think they know his relationships with other people. Mm -hmm. You know, I think we'll find out after the fact, maybe long after the fact that how he presented himself to his fans is different than the people that he worked with is different from the people that he chilled with people mm-hmm. different from the people that he fucked with. And mm-hmm. I hate to be the one to say this different from the people that he did drugs with and or got drugs from. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can all sit here and, you know, think that we know Prince's uh, drug history, but at the end of the day, he was dead from an overdose from either knowing that knowingly taking a narcotic, a narcotic, or taking a pain reliever, which he probably wasn't, which he absolutely wasn't prescribed, that was laced with a narcotic. So it would be difficult for people to hear what we, what people are saying is the truth. But I don't believe any one person knows the full truth about Prince's entire life let alone his experience with drug use so i i'm just gonna say tory you if you you got this book to publish your shit your fact checking your citation your bibliography all that better be on point or Mm -hmm. they're gonna
0: come for you Mm Hard. no pause but hilarious but i guess in, in, in his thing like how is it triple checked, and if I mean, how do you find out then? If you asked, I'm just kind of pushing. If you, if he's interviewed these people and they say, "Well, I was with Prince and this happened," how do they? How do you verify that then? In such a secretive world of Prince, right?
1: Or how about sure. you don't state it as fact and you say? Something along the lines of this is what is believed to have happened or things like that. But what they put down is that it's an oral history of him from those who knew him right. best. And what they're putting out is this is the fact. Put it out as if you're going to do it, because the other thing you could do is just not do it since you can't verify it. How about that?
0: But that's but, real right. But there's a business they're not going to do that. They're going to say they're going to title it to, that this going to make easy sense to somebody to want to buy it. Right. Mm-hmm. Saying if it's not fact, they're not gonna never put that on the cover. Like they, ain't, exactly. they can destroy exactly. credibility. That's fine with they, me. They don't do that Fuck with it. politicians. Why it. would they do it with rocks? <laughs> That's not what. They... It, it, here, here's you know question, they don't do that.
3: Go ahead, Here's the question I have. I mean, okay, you all are touching on it. If he's gonna put the book out there, and Mike, you just said if he puts it out there as this is what was believed to have, happened, no one's gonna buy that. <laughs> So he puts it out as this is the oral history. Wouldn't he have to be a fool? And I, I mean, I haven't told you what I think yet, but wouldn't he have to be a fool to put the book out there with all these sources who are still alive that could easily—that's exactly, yeah malign him. So, I, but,
0: but but he's but, one, but I'm but saying double, he's interviewed those sources. That's what it's their oral that's history. That's what I'm saying.
3: That's what I'm saying. So if he interviewed those sources, I guess Torrey's taking the position that this is what they say is true,
0: right? That's what I'm saying. Like, he would say that. They're like, the
3: witness. You know? But uh, I, what you, I would what you, say... I, what
0: do you think about Torrey? And it's not like you may have a history with him or something.
3: I have... I met him once while I was on a job shooting with Kevin Powell. And I worked with him when BET was trying to do a new... Um, they were trying to do a show kind of like American Idol, but it wasn't about singing. It was about... Hiring new, hiring new, um, new hosts for like uh, this was like when Free and AJ, I think, uh, or not, uh, was it Free and AJ?
0: Go ahead, go ahead. Uh
3: They were leaving one hundred and six and Park, so they were trying to find new people. And my experiences with him in both cases, he is not—he's a very rude, arrogant, uh, self-centered person, and uh, I, I did not have a pleasant experience with him at all.
4: He's a rat so, bastard. Go ahead, say it, Q. Damn. Well, I, I just allegedly. got the feeling. I got oh, the feeling allegedly.
3: <laughs> I just got the No, I am not saying allegedly it's true. There
4: you
3: because go. when he when he was when those people when those kids were auditioning, he was just clowning them for no reason. And then we went up to a Reginald Hudson's office and he was just he was a total bitch. I'm, not, I'm just gonna say it. Wow. He was like, uh, I, I, I'm gonna I'm not trying to be uh, homophobic, but he was like this gay guy who was just catty the whole time. He had nothing positive to say.
0: Allegedly gay. Oh. <laughs> wow. Well, okay. Come on. Q. But
3: now his, his his personality is one that I just found to be just horrible.
1: Well, you're not the only person that feels that way. He does because I, I did see. Um, someone posted about the sexual harassment allegations. Now, my understanding oh, yeah. is that he has, um, after you the fact, you know, kind of apologized. You so I'm, I'm just saying, if you're gonna do this, and that, that that's the thing that I don't get about people like this, is if you're going to like make money, you're gonna mine someone else's dirt when you have, like, just why? I, I just don't get it, that's all I'm saying. And I, I don't matters.
0: <laughs> I
3: got
1: to ask a question.
0: Mortgage payments. The person
3: who made the allegations, were they male or female? <laughs> no. Wow! I, I, female, I'm shocked you're going this route, Q. Go ahead.
1: She was female. It was, it was, it was like, like, Mike, she you were the one talking about
3: allegedly. We could prove it right there. Oh, no. Hey,
1: it was that. I would have just said it. No, no, no. I'm it was not, female. I'm but not,
0: he is married. I'm not I'm out now. nobody, man. I care about the LGBT community. Just so y'all know, that's all Q. But,
1: yeah, no, but it was
3: public information. It. Okay, that surprises me. I must say, but anyway.
0: Wow, man. Well, you she,
3: well, you, if if you, you want to know? Right she now. did
1: say she did say that he kept asking her about doing anal. Now she said that that is. I'm telling you what whoa, she said. I'm not
3: going to see that yet.
1: Whoa. I'm just telling you, it's in writing. I did not make that up. You can look it up, it is in the statement. That, she was, said, violent. I mean, I mean,
0: that was violent, just so y'all
1: That was I violent, have... and I'm telling you what I read <laughs> on her or on. I'm, here, I'm not really sure. To, I, she, she didn't break it down. She didn't break it down. What she said Ooh. was he she said that he couldn't stop asking me to do anal, and she said um Lord. he was wondering what it would be like to F her. That's what she said. Y'all look it up, please. Right. See, it's in writing. It's public wow. information. Family not-
0: podcast. <laughs> wow.
1: I spelled it. I'm
0: <laughs> <I> just playing. <laughs>
1: It's out Torrey there. I'm yeah, wow. not making it up. Okay, okay. Right. But, but and he I did. It's someone that they worked together on at Time Inc. or something. And there's been an apology and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know where it sits today. But mm-hmm. it's definitely that. That's out there. Did right Didn't he
3: do, have something to do with the R.
1: Kelly? Yes. Oh, in the and, class. But, head that head was interview. the reason why she. That was the reason why she came forward. Oh, right. Yes, she, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She felt like now, it when was you mean, um, hypocritical.
0: <coughs> Fourteen? Do you mean? or what do you say something I you mean underage <laughs> Tori was like Nick <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but that is the reason why this person came forward is because she thought it was uh, hypocritical was, of him to be talking right. to these people about her all that and then not admitting what he'd done to her right I, I
0: mean we actually talked about this back when it happened I remember this now yeah, yeah. alright well There's the Torre experience. If you check out the book, I'm curious to see what you thought about it. And he also has his podcast or he was doing like a podcast or still is a podcast. He has a lot of Prince people on there. So, hey, salute to that brother. All right. uh, I wanted to ask you guys another question about Prince. Recently, I'll make mine real quick. Recently, I saw this kid on uh, YouTube, his reaction video, and he was watching uh, When Doves Cry. <clears throat> and he was not, you know, he was a younger guy, but he was really into music. So I ended up watching it and it was fascinating his perspective, w- listening and watching the video. He, first of all, he loved it. He was just so enamored by the high quality of it and all of the stuff that was going on. He was just really going very technical. Um, but it was interesting because he obviously didn't have other, much other history of hearing prints. So he just he identified right away like, yo, this dude is on some otherworldly type shit, you know, just off of the vocals and da 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 da, and, the, and then he's like, what he's talking about is actually very deep. And I made me think like, man, let me go back and listen to this song again. <laughs> and I'll try to listen to it with new ears and with the perspective of somebody who had never really heard this before. You know, what would, so everything would jump out to you, and particularly because it doesn't sound like anything else. And I was like, this is a bomb ass fucking song. And it made me go back to listen to the album. And I started to think, as a Prince fan, I'll always like, if somebody asks you what your best or your top is, I'll never pick Purple Rain because that's, nah, nah." it was almost like you're a snob of it. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's how I feel like people give that. But I stopped to think, I'm like, if I strip that away, though, if I listen, this album is popular for a reason. Mm-hmm. I guess a bad ass album, and it's super catchy and da, da da da. And I'm like, this is one of his top shit. Like I can't, you know, I can't be mad that it's brought up all the time. It is actually dope as fuck. I just don't listen to it because that was how I came into it, and then as the snobbery <laughs> Prince fan, where well, I wanted to separate myself from these casual listeners so i've shun you know that type of stuff and i'm only with you know the newer stuff post purple rain you know (laughs) that type of attitude but with that said i'm curious to hear what you guys think is is purple rain overrated or are we just sick of listening to it or what do you think this thing is i'm gonna start with you q well i guess i won't hey i'm here i'm here what? it's pur-
3: pur- <laughs> overrated Is probably pur- 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 overrated I, now I, I will admit i walked away to close the door because my son is practicing the piano so i didn't hear everything he said but I was uh, on uh, your
0: francis ale <laughs> right. you had the gun um, in your hand because i know you got guns and i have a it's a joke okay
3: let's 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 let's, let's okay, you <laughs> <laughs> we we going to chill on that chill oh, on. <laughs>
0: my bad go ahead sir
3: um i don't know why the question exists is proper overrated hell no it's not overrated uh it's the album that i would say arguably changed prince's career um it was his thriller the album sold millions upon millions um and it brought a new legion of fans to print, fortunately, they a lot of them left him when he put the next album out. But that's their loss. Um, the, the the songs are pop, near near pop R and B perfection. Um, I I don't, I don't know why anyone would say the album's overrated. I mean, the, the art the artistry is right in, and I, it's a pop album. Yeah, but who would even think that it's that's overrated? No, not at all. All right, and Pooh.
2: I can understand how someone can see it being overweighted, uh, because I mean it's about to be forty years in a couple of years to when it was released, and for some that was the peak and the end of Prince's reign. Um, I'm sure everyone listened to this show and others would know about you know his work after that, but to a majority of music fans, that was the end of the that was the end of their Prince experience. If you look at the album, it, it absolutely has some classics on there. But are there better albums after that? Yes, there are, in my opinion. So, I mean, I wouldn't look at someone sideways if they said purple rain is overrated. I'd want to know what is their context of it.
3: I would say I, I'm ready for the smoke. I would say there's one song on the album that's overrated.
0: <laughs> I already know what you're about to say.
3: Blast <laughs> <Plasma>. me. Uh, <laughs> Hey, take me with you. I think that's a very overrated song.
1: You're not wrong.
0: What? You are
3: not
1: wrong. <laughs>
0: mm, mm,
1: mm. Oh, wow. I'm surprised to mm, hear that. Mm, mm,
0: mm. <laughs> overrated? You
1: think that's... That's my favorite. least favorite song. You are not wrong. I'm just saying. Really? Like, oh, my I'm God.
3: Really? Someone else agrees with me on that? <laughs> yes, wow, because my okay. ears
1: are working.
0: <laughs> wow.
2: wow. <laughs> I'm trying to understand like why anyone say that's overrated. I mean, that's not... I mean, I don't think anybody puts that up there with When Doves Cry, Let's Go Crazy. Or I hope away. not. I
3: hope not. Well, When I've said I didn't like the song in the past, people lost their mind.
1: Yeah, there are people <laughs> that get upset about it.
0: I, I, I love that <laughs> song.
1: I like the song in general, but it's my least favorite song on that album.
2: Interesting. For Darling Nikki?
1: Mm. Wait, wait, wait. I said least favorite. I love Darling Nikki. What's wrong with that? What is wrong with people? This is the second person I've heard <laughs> say something like that. Wow. Help say me something out. like that. You You're don't like, like Darling that? Like Nikki? Dar- I met somebody else that, well, we were having an album discussion and they said Darling Nikki wasn't a great song. And I was huh? <laughs> like, what do you mean? You should I'm cross that this.
3: person out your life.
1: For sure. I, I wanted to put them in, like, sit, sit with me. Let's do this together. Let me walk you through.
3: Wow. <laughs> oh, man.
2: Yeah. In, in my, yeah. in my opinion, uh, Darling Nikki and I Would Die For You are my least favorite songs on the album that neck.
1: See, so, yeah, I would die for you. I love, but it makes me sad now. I love that song, but darling, Nikki, the drums at the Man. end, the kick drum at the end, the whole, just the whole, like how? Just how? How can you not like that song?
3: When I was, I remember to this day, like I was there when that song, when I, it, it, watching the movie and Prince. Now we had been hearing that album for what six months before the uh, movie came out. I, I forget how long. I
0: don't
3: know if it's six. months. Well, it six, three months. Okay, three. Whatever. And so, when we saw that song in context in the movie theater, and Prince says, Come back, Nikki, and he's actually pointing that moment, mm-hmm. the cr- the crowd went nuts. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, Oh! Okay,
1: exactly. Yeah.
3: That song is genius.
1: <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I mean,
0: yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Make me want to go listen to that now. Big Sexy. Did, did mm-hmm. you me the opportunity to jump in on this. <clears throat> on it being overrated or not? Yeah, what's your thoughts on this? And and then mm-hmm. expand it out. We're talking about the the movie, the, the, whole, the whole era, the look. All part. right, whatever you want to jump on to.
4: Well, you know, coming off of nineteen ninety nine, which really broke him big. Mm-hmm. You know, Prince, like you said, Prince is his um it's his thriller. Every artist, if they're fortunate in their career, has one, if not hopefully two, albums that just change popular culture. You know, with Rick, it was street songs. Uh, Michael's Thriller, Stevie, is songs of the key of life, and so on and so forth. So when you have that standout piece of work, more people are going to see it. More of the casual knucklehead is going to see it. And that's where you're going to get that beef from. Because when your next album comes out, and it's not Purple Rain Part Two or Street Song's second cousin,
1: those <laughs> casual
4: knuckleheads... <laughs> overrated these commercials where <laughs> fuck y'all you know so you know what it is what they
0: do and I don't think we acknowledge it enough they jump to the next cultural Waterstone moment
4: yes they do you know
0: and that's a, a part of the cultural game is you know we jump from okay this now it's the Bee Gees now it's this you know now it's Michael Jackson now it's Prince or they're jumping from one to the other they are literally pop fans Exactly. But you can't be, you know, I'm not mad at that.
4: No, no, no. But that's just how it's, it is. It's, though, for the, you know? it's
0: for the independent kind of guy like Prince. How does he tap into that? Get some shine for a minute. Grab a few people and then bounce
4: out. Because it's gonna go to somebody else. You can't hold it twice. You know you're. You know, you know what I mean? Like, you mentioned the Bee Gees. You know, you take out Saturday Night Fever from their catalog and they still got a deep fucking catalog. Right. Ooh. You take out Songs of the Key of Life from Stevie's catalog, you still fucking Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. You know, and so... But you can't casual, be mad
0: that the casual say, I But I only fuck with Saturday
4: Night Fever because this is exactly. bomb as. And possible. I I expect that from them, you know I expect that from the from the peasants. And <laughs> yeah, I said it. And the thing is, those fans will drive me crazy at the show. Oh man, I remember, I was at the last one at the piano on my tour, and the the woman I went with, one of my oldest friends, every five minutes, what song is this? What song is this like? Oh lord. This? Are we doing this shit okay, now? I've, I've had that a couple times. You know, times. and the show before that, wow. I'm at you know DNA Lounge, uh Third Eye Girl, same thing. Mm-hmm. what song is this? Motherfucker, she was always in my hair, man. Damn. You oh know? my god. You know, so overrated. I don't I'm not gonna say overrated because it's a classic album, but I'll say this. Before I saw the last couple of tours, I was done hearing the song Purple Rain. I was done. I'd heard it enough, you know, and I was looking at him like, you know, David Bowie said at one point, he said, all that Ziggy Stardust stuff, I'm not doing that anymore. So if Princeton come out and said, I'm not doing Purple Rain in concert, you don't like it, don't come. I would be fine Mm. with it, you know, but I don't think it's overrated by any stretch because again, it came out in the midst of this solar eclipse called Thriller and made Mm. its own way. Mm -hmm. you know like Springsteen with Born in the USA Madonna Like a virgin. they cut through that intense you know vapor trail that Thriller left and still managed to carve out some turf for themselves and that says a lot about them but do I think it's overrated no I do not no I do not all right anybody else want to add anything to this
0: before we move forward all right, there you go. I, I, Rain? I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead,
3: i agree that uh, uh Purple Rain is one of those songs on a short list of songs I just cannot listen to anymore. That okay. song, Footloose, Let's Hear It for the Boy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Let's Hear It for the Boy by the... I love
0: all these songs. Saying, no, right? uh, oh, no, and, and,
3: no, no, and, no, no, and Atlantic star um, Secret, Secret Love. Secret yeah.
0: yeah. Love. <laughs> They're, all, well great they listen, yes. Jerry They're curl all great. Listen. They're all great They're
3: all great songs. I can't listen to them anymore, though. That's interesting. I can't listen to them. <laughs>
4: <laughs> First of all, oh, Footloose not so a great yeah. song. Fuck that.
2: What? What are <laughs> you I said it.
4: It is not a great I'm song. Too. I'm a Kennedy it fan It's not a great song. I,
2: I co signed Mark there. Yes. That's great. Pop. Get oh, lead. man. Kennedy's. <laughs> Kennedy's.
4: Garbage. 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 It, it, so,
0: it, it, it reminds me of. Basura. It reminds me of Let's so Go Crazy, crazy actually. We had the same It sense. Sense. reminds of what? Ah. Let's Go Crazy. They had that same feel to me. Mm. Stop. Uh, hey, uh they're rocky, rockabilly
3: rock. We're type.
4: taking your card, Michael. You just make uh, a right. hey,
0: Well,
3: I, when I was when I hear footloose, it's like, okay, I like friends, but I realize it's very milk toast, white, homogenized. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's what footloose is. I kind to of me. like
0: the office. <laughs>
3: I love it. Hey, I love
4: man, you better <laughs> leave the office alone. <laughs> you
0: oh, <people>. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. There you go. Um, we're gonna jump topics again. Stay with music. That oh, actually, we, let, let's do this real quick. And I mean, real quick. This Quincy Jones and Prince conversation that we started in the Discord, and I think it was spawned off of. Q. Q well, I think it. I, I can't remember. <laughs> I just remember Kanye. It started with Kanye Genius, and then just started trickling down to Prince, and and then it became this Quincy Jones versus Prince type thing, and i know it's cute and big sexy and i was kind of throwing some things in here i'm gonna say it like this i'm just say this quincy jones to me is yoda in my opinion to prince would be he could be anakin or something but there is the master teacher person that has seen it all multiple times before you come into existence and now you're the chosen one but you haven't lived the life experience past this guy and seen it you know he'd have been there with the greats and he he can see the greats in you and he acknowledges that and says you're great but he's but he has a different viewpoint than everybody else because he's literally there and he is one of you know the watchers of the universe right like he know he's he's done more music and seen more music than any of us can comprehend so for when we hear him critiquing his own fellow person that sounds crazy to us if it's a person that is so iconic to us but we got to remember the context of who's speaking he's looking at music way different than we are we're just consumers and that's what when I look at the Quincy Jones Prince thing I'm seeing Quincy talk like yeah he's talking to those in his world deep into his world it's going to sound like it's hating to us because we ain't a part of that and We can't understand. We we don't un- and and he's a past generation guy, so his influence we feel a little bit, but we live this guy's experience, so we're gonna, you know what I mean. But Q Strong right. wants you to jump in. Oh, and Pooh, well, go my,
2: ahead. Well, first, can you give us the context of what what, what exactly he said?
0: Who said, Quincy Jones? Yeah. What did he say? Uh, I'm a super paraphrasing, because I don't know exactly if this is what Q was talking about, but I've seen Quincy in the past say. Things like, oh, Prince piano playing is cool. You know, I don't think it's great. Now, and then he'll go in. Now, when you compare him to, you know, he'll name some uh Al Green or you know, or uh what's my man's name that Jamie Foxx played? Goddamn, Ray Charles. Oh, Ray Charles. He'll name some Ray Charles and say, Well, if you compare him to Ray Charles. You can Now that may seem like somebody. That, I can see how somebody he's hating, but I don't. But you have to understand the context of Ray Charles. Ray Charles is one of the Godfathers, so of course he is on. He's talking about some other shit, so that's why. That's what I think Quincy said, but it kind of seemed like he was downplaying mm-hmm. Prince's impact or at least his ability. I don't know. That's what it may have come off to fans. But
3: and that's what I was responding. That's what I was responding to. That. It was a Pammy for peace. I think that's her name. She was she I read something on the Discord chat that indicated that uh, Quincy didn't really acknowledge Prince's genius. That's what I took from it. And I do have a problem with that because. Whether or not uh, Quincy Jones, well, we know he is the godfather of R&B, pop, funk, whatever. Right. And, and classical jazz. right? jazz jazz Orchestra, and i say gods. i say prince has done all of that so quincy should acknowledge prince's genius i mean one, i don't what i
0: would say i'm sure that he has acknowledged it uh but it's going by what i read i mean i, I, I understand me but i'm just saying to go back to your points that you brought up though uh prince does do a lot of those things but there's the difference between a person who can do everything but a person who's a master at it who set the, set the bar at it like yeah, I can't. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, Prince put out a lot of music because that's all he did was record. That, I'm not hating, but it doesn't mean all of those songs are either should have came out or were good. I agree.
3: I, and I said on the, on the Discord chat, it's possible that Prince has had more failure. When I say failures, a failure for Prince is still something I would wish for. But he may have had more failures than Quincy, but... I don't use that as a measure. I use the man's talent. The man can play how many instruments? Is it is the number twelve? Was it twelve or that high?
1: That's low. You're talking about price. Yeah, that's low.
3: It's like twenty-seven. How you? Oh, right. he produced oh. or composed and performed a lot of his earlier albums up until roughly the early aughts, Would you say? I don't know that's... when he started hiring people to produce. But I'm saying, how can anybody, I don't care if you're James Brown, how can you not look at that? A guy who plays over 12 instruments, has the career that he has, recorded the the, the wealth of material so much so that he was able to put out an album every year and not say, yeah, that's a bad motherfucker right there.
0: Yeah, I've, they, I've never seen him not say that. That's my thing. I don't think he's. Well,
3: I'm anything. going by the article, what, what was implied in the uh, Discord. If there's other evidence, I'll, you know. But I mean, if Miles Davis could say Prince is a genius, what I don't see how Quincy by? Jones can It was in the Discord chat. That was the whole genesis of this conversation. That that Quincy Jones was not acknowledging Prince's genius or something along that lines. That's what I took from it.
0: Gotcha.
4: All right, uh, be sexy. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> what started this for me was Q mentioned in that. Discord thread he said Prince can do what Quincy can do but Quincy can't do what Prince can do and I said nah, I don't I'm not gonna go that far and that's where I'm coming in to this uh, And I said well and Quincy or Prince Quincy, Q said Prince, you know did albums of ska uh, DNA whatever thing it's called MDD EDM, EDM. 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 <laughs> EDM.
3: Electronic and, dance music
4: yeah that crap <laughs> He did Sky, he did that, he did Trap, I don't know what Trap is, so I'm not going to comment on that. But I'm like, hold on though. Prince, as brilliant as he was, could not write musical charts for orchestra. Could not lead orchestra. How do you know that? Just he because didn't, he didn't, I mean, how do you know that? Do, do the names Clark and Brent Fisher mean anything to you? Clark? Cause it, I, I, I don't think all his car. I don't think B, Prince B, B, could
0: R- read R- music. I mean, he stated that. I'm sure. Thank you. So that's why he wouldn't be able to do that. Keith. So if he can't well, read, it, he can't
4: well, write it. And again, no, even if he did, that's tr- not, tr- that's what, not what, true. That's not true. Will you quit interrupting me for once, please? Okay. Even if he did do it, where is it? So there you go. He he. He didn't do it. Now. he couldn't do. Could Prince? Idiot. Could Prince? Outshine Quincy as a performer all day long. It's not even not even an issue. As a producer, you know I'm not a Star Wars cat like Mike is. I'm a Marvel Comics dude. Prince is the Silver Surfer, bad bad dude out there in the in the galaxy. Quincy's fucking Galactus, man. Quincy's the watcher. He's the watcher. That's Quincy's the watcher. There you go. Quincy's the watcher. watcher. (laughs) Anything he can do, he can do period. Again, going back to Michael Jackson's Thriller. You know, Mike, we need a little something for this song here. Well, what do you think, Quincy? Let me make a phone call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Eddie? No, fuck you. Click. Oh, I know he just hang up on me. Yeah, Eddie, it's Quincy Jones. Hey, Quincy, yeah, what do you need? Why don't you come by the studio? Sure. Eddie comes onto the studio. Play. They play the song for him. And he's like, you know what? I want to change this one piece here so I can go ahead and get into it. No problem. Mike walks in. Hey, Mike, you know, I, I made a change to your song. I still want to hear it. So he plays a solo, plays it twice. The second one they take. They play it back for Mike. Mike's like, I love it. Thanks, Eddie. Hee hee. Yeah, Eddie Van Halen on Beat It. Quincy did that. Now, if you look at the list of people that line up to play with Quincy on his projects, you can't do better. Can Listen,
0: not. people clown this thing. Just look at We Are The World though I'm not judging the song, but the lineup of people, if you can get on the phone and grab every single legend in the game legend and say you're going to come in here tonight, then you the, you the watcher. You the man. man. Now, you know, Quincy the was game. that
4: guy, man. Yeah. Again, as much as I love Terry and Jimmy as producers, Quincy is the watcher. Period. So you, and <laughs> wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. End of story. Now with Prince as a producer, and I love me some Prince, but when you get a Prince song, from a production, you get a Prince song. A human, him and Babyface have that same shortcoming. You know, you know who it is when when you hear it.
3: What? I don't
4: oh, agree bro. at all. Well, then don't, don't agree. At agree. All. That's fine. That's yeah, fine. You That's fine.
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm you know? surprised. I'm know one defending
4: Prince here. <laughs> again, there's That's nothing to defend feeling? here. It's two different things. It's two different things. You know. So it's for I you mean, to pr- say, okay. again, really, I keep hearing your mouth. I'm not done here. You so know, for you or ahead, anyone bro. to say, oh, thank you, Peanut head, Mom. Um, that <laughs> Prince will get an album of ska. Where is the ska, Q? Where is this album full of ska? Talk to me.
3: Well, I can tell you this. I remember when Diamonds and Pearls came out.
4: What, Blue and Light? Can I finish, please? I don't know. You do it to me all the time, so I'm just letting you know how Blue, it feels.
3: Blue Light was not on Diamonds and Pearls, first of all. And so the no, second right, thing what? is... The uh, I remember clearly because I got Rolling Stone in the mail back then. Ooh. They reviewed that album and they said it was one of Prince's first ventures into Sky. And they they pointed out the song. Now I didn't know what Sky was, okay? But they pointed out the song "Walk Don't Walk." And I'm like, okay, cool. I like Sky. That is not Sky.
4: That is Sky. Not that is not
3: I'm telling you what people that are more qualified than you said.
4: <laughs> okay. Wow. First of all, you don't know who wrote the <laughs> article, so fuck you. That's first. Second of all,
3: you don't know what what Sky
4: is, man. Do you know what Sky is? The closest thing to Sky in popular culture would probably be that old song from Madness. Oh, God. One Step Beyond. One Step Beyond. That's close to Sky.
3: Dude, I did do my Googles, okay? All I'm telling (laughs) you, all I'm telling you is what people who get paid to do this professionally said. Now if you're wrong. Well
4: because could, let's face it. I, right, I'll right. take their okay. word Bass over yours. Going okay, i will that's, take that's their it.
3: word over you gonna let me talk? I thought you see what's going on here. Go, go ahead, water here, go I'ma take
4: your I'ma take your their word oh, over God. yours <laughs> <laughs> every day. I'm still not hearing an <laughs> album full, though. I you never said an like, album full. Yeah, you I never said
3: an I did not. I said he's
4: done it. He's done albums of ska. I did not Trap, whatever that is, and E D M. One song. He's done. He's done one it. He's proven. Song. He can, and that's not do, Scott. He do, he do, he's done that. He's done EDM.
3: He's done uh Country. What song? What's done, the EDM song? Uh, the Human Body. And the uh, song Slave on Emancipation. Who said that those are EDM?
4: I would like I to did. know that too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying so, that, so, okay. so someone who doesn't get paid knows, knows more than me, huh? <laughs> he's
0: he's, done, a, he's someone, done hip-hop. Someone who doesn't get paid knows he, he, more than
4: a Grammy he, voter, right? He's Fuck
0: done me. hip-hop and rap right? Yes.
4: <laughs> Carmel electric <laughs> album. Let's what not, is the, let's what
1: not, was the country let's not, song? Let's not. Let's not do it. Let's just leave that
3: I, word
0: I in. I, I, believe, it, I'm sorry, I believe
3: it was called uh, Right the Wrong on the Chaos and Disorder album. That's nothing mm-hmm. but a country song. People have, people have also said country artists have said Purple Rain, if you strip that down, it's a country song. There's we're definitely a version of it. The people There's a of, A country no, that's version true. of that song. That's true.
0: Yeah.
1: But with you on um Prince album, if that's country. Mm-hmm. Um Sweet Baby, which I love from the symbol album, actually is the that's as far as um Yeah, it's, it's more like country. He's these, done not song. Yeah, exactly.
4: Yeah. yeah, but you didn't mention country in a little diatribe. Where's the crap, <laughs> Whatever that
1: is. Well, because if I were to mention all the
3: songs Prince would have all the styles Prince has written, I'd still be writing.
0: Here's a, a, here's a, let me, let's throw this in the conversation. Prince is a master musician. There's no doubt about that. He's practiced. He's done the time. And he's you can see it in his playing. I think one of the things that compare, but, you know, Quincy is not a master musician like, like Prince is. Like, literally just pick up any instrument. But I think with Quincy, his strength is being an actual producer. Uh, his The complexity of his work, the simplicity of his work, the scope of his work. I think the thing that makes Quincy great is he can go from a Ray Charles doing stuff with Frank Sinatra, and then a, almost a, a generation later, think about it, this is a, a guy that did mu- music back in the day, and then get to the 80s, which would maybe like 30 years for him, 40 years, and he's a he, he's super old guy in the room. To get the the hottest, the thing that's got about to be the biggest thing ever. And then he produces that. And some would argue I say facts has made the best R and B album of all time and off the wall. Like if you can be like, oh, you mean you was putting out jazz shit 30 years ago and now you're gonna come 30, 30 years into the future and you're gonna make the you're gonna make the illest R and B album of the of the year? Fuck out of here. But he did that and then came back and dropped a bomb on the world with Michael. He did that. He makes moments across generations that impact the culture. That's why I think Quincy Jones is untouchable because you, none of these people would, Prince ain't did that. Prince grabbed Mavis, a couple other people, but the albums he put out didn't stop the world. Like what Quincy did 20, 30 years into his didn't career. Stop the world. Which which albums that Prince produced of another artist changed the scope of the of the game? Because that's what Quincy did.
1: Yeah, but that's what Quincy does. That's I what I'm don't, saying. It's that compar- not That's why it's a fair you fair, can't really. Yeah, yeah, I said exactly, in terms of a comp- exactly. you producer, can't you can't compare well, them them because no, as no, it's it's a producer, Quincy
0: blows them. everybody out of the water. It's unfair. I'm going yeah, that's that's say thing. he's the watcher. You're not gonna compare to that, and that's why he has a viewpoint that he does have because he can see Prince and he's like. I'm, you know, I've been in the game fifty years. I know exactly what I see. What he's doing, I see the influence so, of all the shit I've been doing. So yes, it's great. But to me, I know what he's doing. So I'm not as enthused as you are. But that doesn't mean that he's not acknowledging his greatness.
3: So you're saying that Quincy, you're saying that Quincy, is better because he's produced. No one's saying I'll, better. I'll, hold on, let oh. me finish. I uh, um, but I would say if you're talking about Quincy as a producer. I'm still not I'm still not shading Prince. Prince no, has if. produced some bomb ass albums.
0: Absolutely. People? Absolutely. But I'm just saying it's different. Prince has not I'm put so out different. Well, just as he said, I, I asked you where does Prince produce another artist yeah. <laughs> and that album you. changes the culture? So
3: that's your metric. It has to be an artist another artist that he produced for. Is that the no, metric?
0: my metric is to show you as I said earlier, <coughs> you can't compare anybody to Quincy because he is you know what I mean? They haven't had a career like he has. So how could you no? it doesn't you know what I mean? It doesn't there's no comparison. He has dominated music across the board in all genres with the legends. And then come okay. into the future, and then does it again with the new generation, and so, sets the tone. I, I, mean, I don't. There's go, no. I I don't know if any other go. producer or artist in that matter who has done that.
3: Well, I, I, that's. Your, I know I'm not going to change your opinion if I say Sheila E. and the Time right alone. The, those two artists that Prince produced, they shut it down. <laughs> so that what? right there, Gloria, uh, 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 Sheila E. and the Time. They didn't change the music culture? No. No. Prince okay. yeah. but he produced Right, but then he produced those albums. He did what you said Quincy did for Michael. He did that for Sheila E. and okay. The Time.
2: Prince, no. No. in my opinion, Prince <laughs> yes. produced The Time's album and Sheila E.'s album. Now, right. did those acts and those songs and those albums change the culture? I the would time- say absolutely. I would say absolutely not, and I would venture to bet that the majority of the American uh, uh, listenership would say that as well.
3: Wow, I don't know what reality I'm in now. (laughs) Okay, the time the time did not change. I don't either. (laughs) The the time, the time out, the times body of work did not change have changed the culture, uh, musical R and B culture.
0: Now you're hey, no, going. You that. notice how he just threw a specific. Yeah, part yeah, I did see that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, qualify everybody. My nigga, cute. I love it. <laughs> well, I, I would saying, say yes to that. What you just said, I would say yes. They did R&B culture. You're right. That's not what we were talking about earlier. What you said, but, right. but <laughs> yeah, right. that that part said. is right.
3: <laughs> because I was thinking R&B culture with. Uh, oh. The wall. Anyway, so. Right. Right. Thank right. right, so you. <laughs> nice say. i mean i don't know what y'all i don't know (laughs) hashtag what did you get me on i know okay when you say
2: culture just just be clear when you say culture which are you specifically speaking of culture what do you mean by that i want to get your definition of culture
3: i'm talking about the time influenced a lot of other artists and a lot of the sound the minneapolis sound moving forward which was without a doubt I know it's Prince. That's the whole point. He produced right. You're all you right.
0: Q. Q You're all right. Just but as I, Teddy, just as Teddy Riley had the same effect as Timberland had the effect. Dr. Dre had the effect on the game. I give okay. that to you. But I'm yeah. talking about none of them still compare to Quincy Jones because he did across generations had those effect. He had, you know, what I'm saying. So he was able to jump from points that really somebody would like. If somebody today from 30 years ago was all of a sudden they made the next f- smash album that changed the world people would be like whoa what the hell's going on he did that multiple times you're just ta- prince did that during his run during his run absolutely but when his run when he when it was when it shifted to hip-hop was he putting out side groups and changing the game no because he had Quincy his run.
3: I don't understand. Uh, yeah, didn't Quincy
0: do that? was that album he had the rappers on in the R and B back in the, the game block. again? Wasn't back that like album of the year or something?
4: Uh, yeah, back the on the block. Yeah, that was like
0: the top album of the year that year. Uh, I, got sorry, Bruce, you I think he got I, producer I, I,
3: of the year that year as well, didn't he? Yeah, I guess he I missed. I I haven't listened to that album in quite a while. I admit, I don't remember the, a strong hip hop influence on that album. Well,
2: it says on Wikipedia, and I understand it's Wikipedia, it says the genre it <laughs> fits in is R&B, hip-hop, new jack swing, and jazz.
3: Yeah. Oh, well. I, I would say I, that's probably written by someone who probably doesn't right. understand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Just well, like
4: ladies and gentlemen, Stone Q Storm. Right. Q
0: Storm in rare effect tonight. Wait, wait. Before <laughs> you go on, Q, you still haven't
2: given me your definition of what culture is because you kind of change it up so what is your definition of culture
3: influence uh whether it's music uh imagery artistry uh changing the game or establishing a trend now is that a
2: specific
3: culture or overall that's what we were trying i think that's what we were all trying to figure out what you were saying were you speaking of the
2: black r&b culture or culture as in general
3: I'm speaking of Mike talking about Quincy Jones producing a game changing album in off the wall. I assumed that Mike meant since he wasn't specific, he was talking about R&B culture
0: for that particular album. Yes, yeah, so that's why I said he dropped the R&B, okay, so album, the greatest R&B album of all time. And then I said they follow that up with something that changes the world. Again, was, was thrilled Florida? that changed the world.
3: Yes, what? So you're so you're saying that uh, um, the yes. time the, oh, you're saying that the time maybe the time didn't change the world. I'm not going to say that.
0: Okay, but so I'm not,
3: I'm saying it had an influence, and I feel like you're kind of moving the goalpost. I'm not saying it changed the world.
0: I'm just telling maybe you the what time, I said. Maybe right
3: maybe here. Prince didn't change the world, but his influence Prince did change did,
0: the world. He okay. did change the world. <laughs> then I'm you, what I've you're talking about it. is a part of that. I agree. Prince ran the game and he had his run. He was the man.
2: I'm going just just, 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 just real quick. Um, yes. Back on the Block One Grammy Album of the Year. That right.
3: like that's what I thought. What was the, I'm just, I'm trying to re- refresh my memory. What was the strong hip hop influence on that album?
2: Uh, I don't know. I, I have no
0: idea. Okay. But it
2: does. It does open with Big Daddy Kane. There's a song prologue T Q's rap, uh, written by Big Daddy
3: Kane. I didn't say there wasn't hip hop on the album. I said what was the well how strong of an influence. is that the only only well to me influence? I know it, oh, it was a strong. I, I just wow. remember only
0: reason I remember and I never bought the album, but I remember because. It was a big deal because Quincy Jones had rappers on the album, and I know for a lot of people that was like a stamp to you know it was, it's, okay man, it's, it's super legit now. You got Quincy Jones, he's co-signing rap. That was the fever of it at that time. I remember that. Oh, and
2: then number the number two song, "Back on the Back Block,", on the block it had Ice T, Melly Mel, yeah. Cool Mo D, and Big Daddy Kane. Great fucking song. I didn't say they <laughs> wouldn't own it, Rocky, but I. Okay.
3: okay. Well, oh, right. there you go. Quin-
0: yeah. So Quincy Jones, is,
3: I mean, to me, back on, the a, block a was a, back on the block was a brilliant album. But the only thing, as far as I'm concerned, that album did was launch Tevin Campbell's career,
0: and <laughs> okay. there he it goes also again. Won, won more maybe? careers. Yeah.
2: It also won the Grammy Award for Best Rap Performance by a Duo or Group.
4: Hmm. Well, what are the Grammys now? <laughs> now I will say this. I'll say this. From- <laughs> In defensive cue, I will say this. it was. I don't think it was ever, you know, one is better than the other. I don't think she was getting into that. But what I will also say is when someone did say, I'm as good as Quincy, he got shut down. Kanye, idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do yeah,
0: he's not. No, no one is as good as Quincy. And Kanye See, is an can...
4: idiot his new album dookie whatever it's called duty will sit right next to the new Billie Eilish album in my collection oh, no. but here's here's the thing let me That's say this so about wrong. yeah let That's me say so this wrong. about kanye
0: real quick just to get i will give <laughs> i've only listened to his maybe first two albums and some of the early mixtapes dude was dope i love the production style but i've had to salute this brother because he came out it's like 17 years ago a rapper producer and here he is 17 years later. He is still one of the top artists. Like, he, is they state. Really? Well, I mean, just in terms of look at their media attention. They talk, I don't even follow this shit, but it's just kids. Sh- I can't stop the headlines coming. Like, yeah, he does I'm like, you don't normally see that. What other artists do you know of that's been in the game 17 years and this. still, hold on, and are still like the most talked about thing? in pop right. culture. I, I have Can- not seen that. Go ahead. What are you going to say, sir? Is
3: Kanye still being talked about because of his music or because of his antics?
0: Mm. Uh, it it might be. It's, it would be it's maybe it's of both. His antics.
3: W- whatever it
0: is. it is, he's still putting out music and people obviously care. I think the album came out today as, all again, All I See. What other artists, and we'll go back to the question now, Is there been other artists that have been in the game as long as he has that are still this relevant?
3: Yeah, but he's relevant for foolishness. That's my point.
0: Okay, now anybody else? Is there anybody that you can think of? Because I thought about it. I was like, God, I don't know anyone. Is they new album 17 years, and they still talking about who? Who has a new album and, and sells out a stadium to listen to it 17 years later in the game?
2: Just to be fair, I believe Jay-Z and Beyonce absolutely could do that. But oh, absolutely. The the, right, right. Those are the albums. I album. think yeah. Jay-Z, Beyonce, Eminem. <laughs> those are one of the top artists
3: in the game. but yeah. <laughs> I right. oh, no, oh, just... see.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I'm saying, we know they the t- they, they like the watchers of this generation. So, of course, those guys. But I'm yeah, talking about, they're not putting out albums like Kanye either, though. Either. No, Rih- Rihanna drops her next album. I think Rihanna's been in okay, the business Rih- since yeah. 2004. you right. They,
2: they are her, the Rihanna... I think it's called the Rihanna Navy. They are waiting for her new daughter.
0: right? But I'm saying she hasn't put out music. Kanye has the antics and the Mike, music.
3: Mike is boy. Go ahead, Mike.
4: <laughs> the, the Rihanna Navy. Girl.
3: Mike, I think you need to move that goalpost to the fifty-yard line, brother. Hey, man, I'm trying to get a win. Goddamn it! <laughs> yeah, I get a point. <laughs> I'm gonna just say, listen. I'm gonna just say this, Kanye. If you mention, I, I. I would bet, i will be willing to bet if you mention Kanye's name, the first things they say about him not going to be his music. They're gonna say, ain't that the, the black dude that said slavery was a choice? Yeah, It, that's depends, it depends
0: on who you're talking who to. Who you're asking. Because okay. yeah. okay. okay. if you're
2: asking uh, millennials and Zoomers, they're like, yeah, Kanye, he's a, he's a musical genius. <clears throat> yep. Oh, I love Kanye's music. I can't wait for Donda. Yay, mm-hmm. Jesus is king, was dope as fuck. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: He ain't lying.
4: Didn't hear that either. I'm yeah, yeah.
0: um, so, I mean, you know, I was gonna say salute to him. I, Of course, he's set up to be the most hated, but we'll he look back at like that, that and we'll be like, God that's God. exactly what I was
1: thinking Big sexy as he said himself said. Up about that. Well, I mean, Dude, I, I
0: actually think it's all a part of the whole the show because oh, it just be keeps like, him like, in Aubrey. the thing. Probably I think something. that's what he wants. He ain't so stupid. Isn't that,
3: yeah. isn't that Kim Kardashian's husband? Yeah, that's him. That's yeah, him. And, <laughs> and he got a billion dollars. So he's
0: like, yeah, I'm gonna be Kim, whatever it is. They know how to do that. <laughs> I don't know if the joke is really on us because I guess yeah. he's kind of getting famous for doing dumb shit but it's yeah. only because we pay attention to it
1: nah, nah. Not, not at all but plain, know, but plain
0: and you, simple
2: man. but plain and simply the reason why he gets that attention is because of the music if he was a, um, I don't like his <laughs> okay. music I don't listen well that's the truth if he, if he wasn't uh, one of the top artists in the game right now he would not be getting all that attention for the foolishness
1: I think that used to be true, but there was this song that he made where he's like saying one word and I can't even remember what the word was. Like the, the material has changed. Let's put it put it like that.
4: Okay.
0: All right, well. That's
3: I, the, I'll, I'll put, put the
4: out. Kanye oh, album, there? Doodoo, next to my Tory book.
3: Stop that, Mark. Come on. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no much hate. That's You're his, some counseling.
3: That's his mama's name, for
4: God's sake. His mama's name was Doodoo?
3: Donda. No man, come
0: on man. wait, 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 wait. Now, in no, all seriousness, no, no, no. we're not gonna disrespect his mom like
4: that. I forgot. No. About that. Hey, I didn't know the woman's name, so don't be looking at
0: me. But we do, so that's why we're just saying it's Donda. So we're not, we're gonna leave it at that. We're, we're, we don't, we we don't want to do that.
4: that well, it's weird. still gonna sit next two. I can't stand, stand right them, but I'm, you know, I'm
3: like, yeah. I'm. I'm liking, um, uh, what they do? Welcome to America. No, we don't talk. We don't talk about the mom like that. No, we don't say that about his mama.
4: No, we don't do that. I'm never gonna fall for that. What do you, you mean? Coming to America? Oh, all right. All, <laughs> right.
0: all right. So we're going to put this Every, next question out everybody there. Needs oh, oh, everybody oh, there needs we go. to win. There we go. So here we go. We put this question out. I'm going to ask. We're going to go around and we want to hear. So the question is, what albums blew your mind when you first heard them? I seen this floating online. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Now, the way I look really at the question, it's saying, not saying, what's your favorite albums? Well, what's the album when you first heard it? You was like, yo, oh, shit. This is, you know, this is some shit. Well, it blew your mind. I guess it doesn't matter if you liked it or not, but just like, whoa. So I'm going to go to Violet. Uh, give us an N album or albums, whatever. But whatever it is you do pick, tell us why you
4: think the way you thought. Are we going one at a time or just all at the same time? We're all at the same album time. Yeah. Okay.
1: Oh, okay. Cool. cool. Um I'll give you 3. The first one is 1999. The second one is a uh, Star Child by Tina Marie and then the third Ooh, one yes. is <laughs> Wham! I make it big. Now, understand. Whoa. I was a little kid. I was a little kid, so you know, I, I, I viewed music a little differently. I love George Michael. I still love George Michael. And "Careless Whisper" was the best song I'd ever heard. But again, mm. I was a small child, so y'all have to work with me. On I'm not, that. No, I'm not mad. But, why why, why, why are you? Why are you trying to judge? Shoot, no. that was a bad album. Wow, well, I love, but I like the whole album too. But "Careless Whisper" was that was my song. I used to love it. Yes, wake me up before you go go. That's, That's my song. song. That's my. Oh, no, everything she everything she wants, everything that is my. She, yeah, that, yes, I love that album. That's a great yeah. album. But yeah. then Star Child has Love a Girl, which I love. It has Out on a Limb, which is my favorite Tina Marie song. So there's that. And then 1999, I legit, every single song on that album. The very first <laughs> Prince song I ever remember hearing in my life was Lady Cab Driver. I was a mm. very small child. I didn't know that it was Prince, but that's the first song I ever remember hearing. Wow. So as far as songs blowing, uh, albums blowing my mind, that's it for me.
0: That's so interesting that you say. Looking at you now, I, the first Prince song she ever heard was Lady Cat Dever. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Good. That's a good list. That's a good list. Now, I actually want to go back and listen to the hand album now.
1: Just, that's a great album, man. Sit
0: down and just really go into it. That's a dope album,
1: man. I love <laughs> sure. that album. I still
0: love it. <laughs> well, uh, oh, let's jump to Q what's some of your picks
1: sir
3: all right i was writing them down right now because i was unprepared but um... well, i can
0: jump somebody else if you want to take yeah a go to somebody else all right uh Pooh, you want to go
3: yes
2: sure all um i right. be shocked to know not one prince album uh for me um uh, because i actually had to do a review of this for a website it's uh de La Soul's the grind date i had to listen to every song track by track cuz I had to review it and I was like god damn these motherfuckers still got it uh-huh. especially rock cocaine flow <clears throat> listen to that song Ooh, that is what's, just what's the name, name of the album again The Grind Date I never heard it of It came out it. in 2004 no uh, yeah I think about 2004 2005 okay um really great album uh the second one no surprise uh Snoop Dogg's doggy style nice Ooh, this, nice yeah. Mm-hmm. Just I mean from that intro leading into gin and juice, woo! You can't, can't mm. tell me nothing. <laughs> and then uh number three, uh, I think this might be a shocker, but uh Mary J. Blige is my life. Okay. Mm. Yeah, that's a good one too. That that's one of those. I, I don't know what I was doing listening to that album, but when I went <laughs> through the whole yeah, because I mean John, come on. Mike Viley, you you guys know <laughs> What
0: Mary J. Blige music is for.
1: We
2: do. All I knew was. I don't know this how old
0: you were, so I don't want to joke. I don't know. I was 16,
2: 17 at the time. Okay, <laughs> all I boy. know is this, this was a follow up album to What's the 4 1? I'm like, okay, let me. And I heard uh, um, Be Happy. So I was like, okay, yeah, let me go ahead and buy the album. And I listened to the whole thing. I was like, God damn, this is some good shit. But then when I found out that all the music was sampled,
1: Whew. yeah.
2: So my life, Mary J. Blige.
0: Nice. Good list. Good. Now tell us your list again. First one was oh, the Grind Date, De La Soul, and the yeah, Mary De La Soul. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Now, I gotta listen to that. All right. Uh, I'm gonna do mine real quick. I'm gonna tell you now. Oh, oh, oh did you want to go, Q? Yeah,
3: I'm ready. Okay, go ahead. My bad. Ahead. So I'm not gonna go into detail. I got six on my. List. I'm not gonna go into detail on all them. I'd say the one album that really blew my head open was I can't remember the name of the title of the album had a long title. Arrested Development's first album. Okay. Mm-hmm. When three I first heard America, that, I was like that? Yeah, 30 years, three days, something. Yeah. When I first what was the guy's name? Speech?
1: Yeah, speech. speech,
3: yeah. I was just waiting for his next album. He fell off. He said some stupid shit, I think, and mm. he got canceled, Aww. right? Mm. Um I got uh 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 Terrence Trent Darby's debut album, oh. "The Hard Line of to Terrence Trent Darby. When mm. I first heard that that first song, I was like, "Who is this?" This reminded me a little bit of some Prince, a little bit of Michael, mm. and that's just, that's that was his thriller right there. Um, I'm a go. I'm a go geek. I gotta <laughs> give John. I gotta give John Williams some play. "Empire Strikes yes, Back," sir. one of my yes. favorite albums of all time.
0: Absolutely. That yeah.
3: soundtrack is. I can listen to that every other day. Okay, now my last three albums, these are albums that what makes them special for me is they cemented my, I knew all of these people, but these albums cemented my fandom of these artists. Now, y'all going to clown me on this one, In Square Circle, okay? I knew about Stevie Wonder, I grew up in the 70s, but when I heard In Square Circle, I had to go out and buy every album that Stevie ever made, Uh, then we got Purple Rain. I knew about Prince. I remember I I had 1999, and so this was when I was my parents had me brainwashing the church, right? <laughs> and I heard that he was a someone told me he's a Satan worshipper, so I threw oh, the album away.
1: Lord. Oh no! I,
3: I oh, didn't. No. I, I, I remember oh, I throwing the album in the. I was probably I was a teenager. I didn't know any <laughs> better. Then Purple Rain came out. I remember we were working in, uh I was working in the kitchen somewhere and one of my friends uh, came in. Have you heard Darling Nikki? No. And I was like, I thought it was going to be some funk laden jam, something like that. And I couldn't wait for the movie to come out. And then I heard Darling Nikki and I'm like, that don't sound like funk. And then when I was listening, the more I listened to it, I was like, I've never heard anything like this. What is he singing about? Mm-hmm. Who is this dude? If he's a Satan worshiper, let me get some of that.
0: Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. blood shoes. Then oh I heard.
3: <laughs> then I heard when doves cry. Yeah, and it, that was a rap. That was a rap. Yeah. I yeah. didn't even realize until years later. I read something. Uh, probably, uh, I can't remember what I heard or read. But they said I remember reading that um, the, the 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 label didn't want to release that song unless Prince put a bass line in it. And I was like, What that song have a bass line? And I was like, That song is so fucking dope. I didn't even yep. notice it. I don't now. I've heard the bass line on the on the Syracuse concert VHS, and it's dope. But I'm like, the song Let It Ride, Wear the Suit, mm-hmm. homie. That song, that album turned me into a Prince fan. Then mm-hmm. the first one, I think y'all can guess. <laughs> It's what got me into. It's what got me into music. I wanted to sing like this dude. I wanted to. I'm you're calm evil. I wanted to get my hair like this dude. I wanted to dance like this dude. (laughs) And that's Thriller. I remember me and my boys went to the record shop, and they I can't remember. I wanted to get a specific album, and they grabbed the last two albums. So I was like, I got to get this Thriller. What is this? Now I knew Michael from my Jackson 5, I never was a huge fan of the Jackson 5, so I'm like, okay, I'll get Thriller, damn, this is supposed to be a popular album. I took that thing home, put it in my boom box, and my life was transformed. Every, every song had me enraptured. His voice, mm. his presentation, uh, the arrangements, and I give Quincy credit on that. I mean, everything about that album changed my life that night. So that's my list.
0: Not mad at that. Not mad yeah. at that at all. All right. All you going to say something about
1: it. Oh, no, no. I said that's nice. All right.
0: All right. All right. I'm going to do mine because I want I'm going to let uh, Big Sexy take us home on this. Uh, so I'm going to do my and I'm going to I have 10 and I'm going to just quickly sort of the reason why. Not in any order at all. Uh, first one, I'll start with Controversy Prince. It blew my mind because I had heard it after Purple Rain and it was like, OK, I see he has other albums. Let me check some of those out. And I just remember getting this on cassette tape. And when I first played it, the first thing I was like, oh, I've heard, I know this. I've heard this song, Controversy. I realized it was him. But then the rest of the album, it just was different from Purple Rain. And I was like, this is funky as hell. I was like, oh, this dude is dope. Like, I was like, ah, this is raw. You know, it was just like, it was what I saw in *Purple Rain*, but it was like the the real black version of it. Like, it was not the pop version. I was like, "Oh, this is that." So that blew me away. It's not to say it's my favorite album, but when I first heard it, knocked my head back. The uh, second one is uh, like Q, It's *Star Wars* and *New Hope*. John Williams. That was one of that might be the first album I ever got actually. That it was and and blew me away the same way uh q described that thriller album this album had that effect on me until this day uh the third one i have here is the love below andre 3000 it blew my mind because i never expected somebody a rapper to fully commit to this type of a style and it'd be dope first time i heard it i I was like this is my shit right every song like i had to play it over what's what's that one song they have with rosario dawson's talking on it she lives in my lap and and, uh prototype i couldn't stop playing this over and so groundbreaking hip-hop album to me uh next one i have to pick is the miseducation of lauren hill again okay i heard of her i knew who she was but when i listened to that album i was it was like, this is my shift. Like, this is hip-hop, but it's R&B. She's a dope rapper, and her voice is ridiculous. I was like, ah. And she was beautiful. I was like, ah. Mm-hmm. So that album, First Day, blew me away. Still play it still uh, played. Quickly, the next one, uh, Three Feet High and Rising, De La Soul. Mm. First day, first time I heard it, I got, loved it. Ch- changed how I thought about music and, and stuff. I, and I was like, these, and to me, they came in and changed the culture. They spawned tribe and all of this stuff we see. To me, neo soul and all of that coming out of comes out of so in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, next one up quickly. Uh, Madhouse Eight. Nice. I, I knew it was associated with Prince. I didn't necessarily know that was him doing all that. But when I first heard the music and played the cassette tape on the drive home from the record store on the back of the bus in my watch, Watchmen blown away. I was like this I, I didn't know I love this type of stuff. And yeah. uh, I still play that one. Uh yep. number 7, uh Poison BBD. out that, al- <laughs> it, that <laughs> album was the shit to me. Uh, I used to wear that album out.
2: Because
0: <laughs> I, 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 I didn't <laughs> I didn't ex- I did not expect them to come like that. Like I'm you know, I was I, I just got into album. new edition with any Heartbreak, really. I mean, I knew Candy Girl, but I never bought none of their albums. Any Heartbreak was headbuster. And then Bobby came. I was like, Oh, what's these brothers gonna do? And when I heard that yeah, album, yeah, that was Don't a headbuster. Yeah, that was Don't a headbuster. Yeah. So to me, BBD's album and to me, BBD spawns, TOC, and all of that stuff that came out of <coughs> actually taking hip hop and rap and it being pop. And it started with that, in my opinion. You can trace it mm-hmm. back. Um Quick, oh so number eight, uh Ice Cube, America's Most Wanted.
1: Okay.
0: The day Tobias, he said, you need to listen to this. I sat down and listened to it, blown away. Um uh, number nine, inspiration information, Suggy Otis. The first time I heard that album, my mouth dropped. And it's one of my favorite albums of all time. But when I first heard it, it was like somebody just unlocked a key and you know how they opened the book? You didn't get every got to see what's in that book and they open it, and it goes, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's how, to me, as a Prince fan and, and Sly and all that, when I heard that album, I was like, this is the, this was like the missing piece. Nice. You know, that, that was a, you know, I see where all this, yeah, so bomb album. Uh, and the last one, as Q did, Thriller, Michael Jackson. Like, I was a Michael fan already as a kid. But when I got that record and started to play it, everything Q said transformed.
1: So does that mean that you had like the red jacket with all the zippers and whatnot? I I did.
0: The beaded jacket. Listen, the first day I came to school, I was walking to the school bus. I had the jerry curl, the beaded jacket, the black suede. I mean, the black corduroys with the high water. White socks oh. and loafers with the penny but, but, inside. But,
1: but, 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 but do you have photos of
4: there no. any Michael D. relatives, please? please, right, please. And you couldn't tell me <laughs>
0: shit
4: when I walked up.
0: I, I thought I was Michael Jackson getting on the school bus.
4: Oh god! Well, stop. So it.
0: You, you have you high water black corduroys. Yep. <laughs>
4: well, yep. What does the penny in the shoe signify? I don't know. That's what Michael
0: <laughs> did, a nigga. I froze. <laughs> Went to the hair salon. Oh, sat Lord. it with my cousin. She took me to the hair <laughs> shop where they be at. You hey, he want to get a curl? So they sat my black ass in the seat. I didn't know what I was getting into. Oh, boy! They put that oh, that, that lie on your around your scalp. Tore my scalp up. I was like, ah! I was like. Ah! Me oh. Just sit still, it's going to
1: sting for a minute oh. I did
0: not oh. remember stung Yeah, I mean, they put the cotton oh. balls Around huh? the perimeter <laughs> But I didn't know what I'm talking about We had oh. hey, 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 Mike Mike, we had, oh. Mike, we had different stylists, brother well, I had in the hood. They had oh. to put the cotton swab thing They She lined the cotton along my hairline So that oh, she wouldn't drip Lord. into my eyes And burn me blind And it it was the last part of the Jericho process. I had already been in the heat lamps for hours or rollers. They took all that out. But this was like the the rollers. This was the, I think this was the actual chemical that activated the shit. So they put that in last. It was, you know what? It was just like uh, Malcolm X in the movie when he was putting that shit. in uh, yeah, it, yeah. It, it was that, I guess, but it was in liquid form, nigga. So, that's, what, that's, that's what they call that conk. Yeah, it it, was it went on. Burn. It went on cold. It was like, ah, this feels oh good. God. And then I just, I like, and then my shit was all scabbed up. Like the oh. next, uh, they tore my shit up, but oh, my shit God. was laid.
3: I guess. And Mike, I guess in the Midwest they had a different process, brother. I don't that, remember hey, getting Yeah, man, we had we.
0: It was a, hey, man, you had to be down for it. Oh, you God. couldn't be soft. Oh. Couldn't be soft. Oh oh, I was gangster with Mike. My- <laughs> and then when uh, I seen Michael- how the L.A. niggas had, they curls when they be just really like easy. I like, remember Cube when he had his curl was real curly and oh, he move his <laughs> head and after really <laughs> juice everywhere. Yes. Yeah, that was the days, man. That was. The well, days. I was over left a little bit too hard now. And <laughs> <didn't. laughs> Q, you had your Jerry Curl to the nineties, so stop oh,
3: playing. Oh. I'm not playing with nobody. <laughs> Shit, damn! Why she you go AC hey. Green? <laughs> yeah.
4: You and AC Green in the last curl. Hey,
3: Mike, you are trying to deflect some of that off on me, huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know. <laughs>
0: okay. You know. Share the love, brother.
4: Michael, oh, Diggs, cousin, down. please get in touch with me. <laughs> I <don't laughs> want money for you. If anyway, oh, no. <laughs> wait, wait, wait.
3: See, I put I put all my shit online. Though we gotta see
4: uh, this mic.
1: Well, I, I gotta see. I, I the... only
0: have a I have a few Jericho pictures online. That's the only ones I have.
4: The ones I've oh, posted already. I'm I
1: trying to had see pictures. that corduroy is the hot water corduroy. That's what I'm talking the main about question, right
4: there. The main question is this: Michael, did you wear a glove?
0: I did not <laughs> have a glove. Now, if I would have had one, trust me, I would have wore that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Michael was Michael was like, you know, in kids, oh, and they man. oh you trying to be like a gangster? That's how popular it was. Like no one no. clown me. Like there was, was oh, you, you on your mic? Yeah, there no, was a couple of us could, at the school. <laughs> like who could be the better? And you see a dude on the end of the hallway, and you are like oh and you start kind of throwing a little footwork <laughs> on him a little bit. See what he got? See if he can spin. Like there was one cat that was better than me though, but. I did win like biggest Michael Jackson fan of that year.
1: Nice,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, Mike? The, the one
3: I remember when I went to first when I first saw Beverly Hills Cop, and I was I was straight up in the Michael phase right then. And in that scene with Eddie right, <laughs> right, Murphy laughing at the Thriller jackets, I was you like, "I felt I a little sting
0: me. on that, huh?" Didn't you? you yeah, play. right. <laughs> I, I did too. I was like, the "Fuck this one!" TV. That's oh, thing. I don't
2: get. I, I don't get why I felt sting better. I thought he was laughing at them dressed oh, up like that because
0: weren't there some two goof-looking white dudes? Yeah, but, but I think. Yeah, but I think by the time the movie came out, yeah. you started to see it. You were kind of going on the, the other end of the Michael super like where you could dress yeah. like him and not get clown type of thing. So it was kind of like <laughs> it's kind of falling out of favor a little bit. Like,
1: eh.
3: oh man, I was like, I might want to rethink this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we could go through the whole jerry curl era phase because after that you know hip-hop really started coming and the pressure was on you couldn't you're wearing a jerry curl you got clown but i still wanted but i was still in the prince too so i just cut the sides off oh, okay. so, so it's kind of like a high time fade jerry curl but, 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 and then I would comb through it because I was trying to do the Christopher Tracy thing at the same time. So, oh, so I, had, I was rocking all, I was confused. I was, oh.
3: Mike, Mike, as your counselor, I'm going to invite you. To invoke your right to silence. Oh. <laughs> no,
4: no, no, no. Let him keep talking. Let him keep talking.
3: Oh, Lord. I <laughs> oh, about to bust a spleen over there. <laughs>
0: Oh, man, man. shit we went through with the hair boy. The I
3: was right there with you, man. I'm not gonna lie. I can't I was right there with
1: you.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's
1: super entertaining. I just want to see the
0: photos, that's all. Uh see, let me, funny let like, me snitch. Uh, uh, oh, go ahead. Let me let me, let me snitch on my my man Tobias. Uh, I, remember do the, that. I remember the day he went and got his he didn't get a Jerry Crow, he got it permed, I
1: guess. Oh Lord. Not really
0: uh. knowing probably what he was asking for. So I just remember when he came to school and he when you know he literally looked like Billagoza, like but it was like s- s- Bella Lagoza, the, the, you know, the hair was sneaked <laughs> back. But oh, instead oh, but instead of it looking like uh you know like, like a Billy Williams. Yeah, Camp like William. a Billy D. Williams he, he, Billy, uh-huh. Billy D and he had that in Empire Strikes Back, but his shit was smooth. <laughs> Tobias, my man, you know, we be clowning. Tobias was looking like Eddie Munster with his shit like <laughs> 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 Oh, man, that's cool. You know, i want to clown my dude, so told me yeah. I can only do that with Toby. I can only do that with Toby. I hope we don't hear this, man. <laughs> my oh, name.
1: man.
0: <laughs> that's how oh, we gro- grew up, man. We used to clown. But anyway, uh, Big Sexy, it's your turn, sir. Take us home with this. Wow. What's your albums that blew your mind?
4: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> As usual, I can be counted on to do this properly. And I will go in chronological order. Uh, as a young child, the first one that really blew me open, Sgt. Pepper. I heard so many things on that album <sighs> to this day. I'm like, what the fuck were they trying to do? Oh. After that, Curtis May. no, no, no. Marvin Gaye, what's going on? Mm. I remember exactly where I was when I heard it the first time. And... That was something that let me know that I was growing up a little bit, you know, starting to like stuff that my mom was into. Mm. I'm like, cool, cool. A year and a half after that, two live albums really moved my world. One is the Isleys live. The other was Curtis Mayfield live. The Curtis Mayfield live. Now I knew, and I know, every lyric on that album word for word. And I remember in a little talent show in fourth grade, I stood up in front of the class and sang along with, if there's a hell below, we're all going to go. Mm-hmm. Had no idea <laughs> of the political ramifications. So um, I would love to sit here and say that I had my little beret on and my black turtleneck and my camouflage pants on. No. But I was, I was political, though. I was, I was down. <laughs> and <clears throat> Izzy Brothers, their live album, this was before the that lady and Between the Sheets and Fight the Power. This is when it just started to expand into a six piece, blew me away. The energy, I tracked that album down for years until I found out a CD. After that, Van Halen's first album, mind altering. No one, no one was doing what Eddie was doing. I I just had to sit down like, what the hell? And then a lot of years or a few years after that, people were saying, well, you know, he's no Hendrix. Now I didn't know a lot about Hendrix. So I'm like, you know, we find out. So I picked up the next album, "Are You Experienced." Played that end to end, and I still do to this day. Jimmy, now you take off "Foxy Lady" and "Purple Haze," it's still mind blowing. You know, Jimmy was just so far ahead of the game, and that was his first album. I'm like, dude, what? What do you? Where do you go from here? You know, hmm. it was it was amazing, amazing album. After that, I stole this from um Viola, so I do apologize. There's what there's two songs on the same album. I'm gonna tell a little story now. Uh, back in eighty five, when I started to you know go to college, you know, get my college applications and stuff going, I was seeing a certain young lady, and when we would do our thing, she would always put on Portuguese love which oh. flowed into Yes, Indeed by Tina Marie. Nice. I only knew about Tina Marie from, you know, the, the big dance singles like Square Biz. I, I didn't know about this. And so she put this on, and I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Oh, it's like, it's like that, baby. All right, cool. <laughs> I, I could not, and I cannot hear those songs and not think about her. It's nice. just that, that's just the way it is. And finally, <clears throat> my man, Omar Hakim. He's a drummer. He did an album in 1989. Omar, and this is when I was going through my my jazz phase, and I'm starting to really open up to things on the GRP label. You know, so for us audio heads, those are like full digital recordings. Like, that's right. It sounds better. I did not know that Omar had played with Weather Report, David Bowie, Sting, Madonna, George Benson, blah, 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 blah. But I played the album, and I could play it right now. First, to closing. Everything is excellent. Excellent. I don't know why he didn't do more solo work. The guy is truly gifted, and that really opened me up to some, to whole new things. You know, with end music in that genre. But Omar Omar Hakim, mind-blowing. Mind-blowingly good. And I'll just stop there. No, I didn't have a penny in my loafers. I, <laughs> I never even wore any fucking loafers. Okay. Still in the loafers. <laughs>
0: oh Lord. Oh, well this is a good list though is, i hope people are taking notes and checking out go check out some of these albums man um i gotta admit i gotta give
4: make it big another shot <laughs> i can't please lie do, please do. that's, <laughs> can't that's lie. a great <laughs> album it's a great album <laughs> <So> <laughs> i know <laughs> the hits off the album but i need to hear some other things off because i remember i heard it once and the first song correct me if i'm wrong is it freedom
1: on uh, Not on That's Make the, It Big. That's when he was solo, No, no,
4: Not Freedom 90. Not Freedom 90. Yeah, there's Freedom's solid. on that album. Freedom's yeah. on that album. That's Let's the first album. And it goes, do, do, do. I'm like, okay, no. No.
1: I can't. <laughs> on do. Make I'm It say- Big? Yeah. It's on there, but it's not the first thing, is it? I thought "Wake Me
3: Up Before You Go Go" was the first. No, thing No, on that it, album. it's uh, it, it's on the first side of the album, I believe. But it is.
1: Uh, uh, y'all are talking about legit actual <laughs> vinyl, okay? I, okay sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> y'all know what I doing? don't do vinyl. I keep telling you people this.
3: Okay, I one of my favorite <laughs> songs on our album is, uh, and it might be a remake uh, or cover. Uh, if you were there, yeah, Isaac's brother's song. Yeah, okay. All right. Nice. I, I love their
4: version of
3: it. Nice. No. And then is,
4: right. is the first song on the second side. I stand corrected.
3: <clears throat> oh, my. Wow, okay, I was off. Sorry.
1: Y'all talking about do,
3: sides do. and whatnot, okay? Are you young. <laughs> That's how old we are, yes.
4: <laughs> well, with I that... I not know they covered, if, if you were there. I gotta check that out. Can is I make
3: it? one other... Uh, no, I go, one ahead. The, go ahead. The only... Um, the only other musical thing that, and I, I mean, literally changed my life, and I, I will say, I would put this over Michael Jackson. What was when I saw, and y'all, I've said this before, when I saw Prince, the VHS of the Syracuse concert, that I don't, I sat down with my little Casio keyboard. And I learned to play all those songs that he was doing in concert. That that and Thriller the, and John Williams are the three things that literally got me loving music. That concert blows anything away Michael ever did, as far as I'm concerned, in concert. And Michael's a bad motherfucking concert. But that concert there, the way Prince just took over that stage, and he didn't do all the songs. He was just like, playing around with them, and I'm going to give you a little piece of that, and then we're going to move on. But I'm going to give you a little piece of, I was. That's why to this day, I want to hunt down the producers of that VHS who did the split screen on When Dove's Cry, take them out back, and put them down.
0: Man, so violent.
3: <laughs> but that, man, it, that, that VHS was just
0: mind-blowing man. for me. Switch to decaf. Man, this this <laughs> generation, I tell you. Yeah. I didn't like the way they edited that. I want to kill him.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Where's the lie? Where's the lie? Where's the lie? Where's the lie? Whoa, 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 whoa. allegedly.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you couldn't see anything. You couldn't see anything doing one of his hit songs back in the day. One
4: of them wait, 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 wait. So, fans. You, you didn't like music as a kid?
3: <laughs> it's not that I didn't like it. I just wasn't, I mean, it was just there. My parents liked it. It was something my parents liked.
4: What was the first album you bought with your own money?
3: I think it was the Superman 2 soundtrack. Hmm. Dork. And then the second one after that was uh, Thriller.
0: Who did Superman 2? That wasn't John Williams, wasn't
3: it? It was was Richard Lester. No, no. uh, Ken Thorne. He did the the Superman 2 soundtrack, but he used John Williams' charts. Gosh. And he did he's the only person I know that did a song, did a cover song of John Williams, the Superman thing, and did it better than John Williams. That's the only time. Only time.
0: Interesting. <laughs> oh
3: shit. Damn, Mike, what you f- <laughs> Oh I, I knocked
0: over the interface. Luckily it didn't knock me out. Oh. I thought, was I thought so you
3: slipped in the, in the loafers or something.
0: Ah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. <laughs> well with that all that said is there any other that was all the topics that I had for tonight oh, okay. I know y'all got to get up in the morning yeah. <laughs> got you on the east coast <laughs> so with that said real quick before we get out of here Violet where can they find you online
1: Violet be interactive on Instagram Violetbeinteractive.com
0: Q Storm
3: uh, you can find me at getfirstlevel.com get your defensive skills on. Uh, you can find me at real r-e-e-l-q-storm for some movie reviews, some archival movie reviews.
0: Alright. Aunt Pooh. Uh,
2: find
0: me on Twitter and Instagram at Aunt Poo. All right man. Tires
4: keeping it real <laughs> and last but not least big sexy all right i can be found currently at the usual haunts uh facebook mark wiggins instagram mark wiggins Tube, twitter wse mark and in about 10 days oh yes breaking news wiggins mse.com launches there will be what? an announcement at, oh yes <laughs> There will be an announcement in Sacramento Lawyer Magazine, <laughs> as well as Bay Area Attorney Magazine, announcing the new presence in music representation and athletic contract negotiations.
2: Nice. That will be all that's
4: right. Also, Congratulations. That's a, a welcome. And,
2: di- and a few days after that, he'll be announcing a collaboration with Anthony Kennedy to be handling all of their social media.
4: Anthony <laughs> Kennedy just read my mind. Oh, yes. <laughs> all right well it's about to you, get sexy now oh yes
0: oh, oh, oh. <laughs> all right ladies and gentlemen we thank you so much for sticking with us hanging in there uh all this good stuff here you already know where to find us just look up podcast you know juice book. on your favorite podcasting platform only on the black show and yeah. <laughs> <fine. find> it's <laughs> Just find us where you find podcasts. You know what I'm about to say. Working like a job. We'll see you next time. Peace.
3: All right.